Welcome, Friendship Fam. We are with you today in Friendship Church Studios. I'm here with pastors Matt and Joel. Last week, we started discussing the seven deadly sins and where they came from. This week, we'll look at the second section of the eight evil thoughts. We're going to connect these things with a lifestyle of worship and discipleship. Thank you for joining in. I'm Kenny White. Grab some coffee. Buckle up for this week's episode of your Friendship Church Podcast. Welcome, fam. We are so glad to have you on our podcast today. We've we've been looking at the calendar and recognize that we are well, well into, I don't know, is is it fair to say year number two? Year two. Year two Most of COVID. Definitely. Yes, of COVID. And so we've established some patterns, some things that, uh, you know, we, we kind of started in COVID or restarted in COVID, things like binge watching. And perhaps binge eating. Mm. So, so I thought we maybe let's take just a little bit of time and let's talk through some of uh, some of those binge things that we have done. Mm. Are you ready for this, fellers? Yep. Okay. All right. I think I have to go first. Okay. <laughs> All right. You go first. Go ahead, Joe. <laughs> we want that. I think that's the natural tendency of the podcast. Um, that's true. Matt always puts it on you first. Right. Well, if you know me and if you know my wife, we we spent all of COVID watching basically all the seasons of Survivor. There's like 70 seasons or something. Oh, there's right? 40. Oh we got most of them. Goodness. Well, and there's a couple things going on. We had a new baby and we were up late at night. And so we'd watch a couple episodes and uh, take care of things. And Sure. But yeah, crazy to say you watched that much, and it makes it seem like we didn't do anything else in our life. <laughs> but lo and behold, we did a lot. 40 seasons mm. of Survivor. Yes. That's, that's so is there any one that really had you like, oh, season seven, that's the one. Oh, if yeah. I had to just do one season. One season. Yeah, I think it's season 12, maybe 13. It's the one when Ozzy gets on. And he's just a little fish, and he's the whole season. He's kind of on the outskirts of being like the main strategizer and survivor, but right. he's super good at all the challenges, right? And just a cool social guy and really good at fishing. Yeah. And uh, you know, I'm not going to say whether or not he wins or or anything like that, but I mean, if you watch that season, then you'll be hooked. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not going to watch 12 or 13. Because I don't need another hook. I, I, I just don't need anything else to binge. It's definitely a cult. Like, people laugh at you when you say watch Survivor, and then they don't listen. Like, when our friends told us to watch Survivor, mm -hmm. we're like, okay, yeah, we'll maybe check in. Like, after, right. like, three weeks of them telling us to do it, we did it. Okay. And... So, has it, has it like, are. changed your vocabulary at all? Like... I don't know. I'm voting you off the island, or uh, like, do you do you use that kind of vocabulary now more than you did? Um, not really. You okay. know, sometimes I think it when I'm in these podcasts with you. <laughs> wow. Do I team up with Kenny or do I team up with Matt? Right, like that like, kind of thing. Uh, yeah. How am mm. I going to do this? And it's yeah. usually you and I kind of gang up on Matt. Yeah. I was going to say the day that he teams up with me will be the first day that that happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's actually Matt and Kenny team up. Me and Kenny team up, but Matt and I we really don't have. Yeah, I'm trying to keep that divide there. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, don't worry, Kenny. It's not going anywhere. 
Oh my goodness. All right, I went first. Okay, okay so good job. Um, I'm not sure how COVID related this is. Kenny knows this, and so he is trying to get me <laughs> to confess things here as a part of the podcast. Uh, but I have an emergency weight. And oh, when I get on the scale in the evening, if I hit the emergency weight, that initiates the emergency protocols, <laughs> right? Break glass, put muzzle on mouth. And oh, so, fridge. Yeah, absolutely. Or the freezer, maybe. And so earlier this week, I happened to hit the emergency weight and the emergency protocols were initiated. And that affects how I am allowed to eat until I am a certain amount under the emergency weight. Oh, no. And then, you know, I can kind of maintain for a while. But then once I approach that, if I hit that emergency weight again, the protocols go back on. That's a great idea. It really is. Like when you said that the other day, I was like, man, you should like make that a part of the resources at Friendship Church. <laughs> I mean, help people with that because I think everyone's probably struggled with it. Like, well, it's just a gallon of ice cream. What else am I gonna do? <laughs> what else am I gonna do? Oh my, guys, a guys, gallon a bag of, of chips. Yeah, sure. We got we got a big issue. What's that? Yeah. Uh, well, I went to the doctor last week and. Uh, my emergency weight siren went off like at the end of high school. <laughs> I got like it's been going off apparently now. That's not good. No, no. Oh man. But that's, well, I mean, you should look into Matt's emergency protocols. I know. That's that's a really good idea. It is absolutely. And there, I mean, you know, so so I've got when extra you, muzzles when you when you do that uh, as part of like in your protocols, is it? Uh, okay, I'm only going to eat protein. Is it, I'm only going to eat X amount of calories? Oh, Kenny, I, I want to make sure that everyone who's listening to us, the four of them, uh, <laughs> recognize that what I'm about to share is how I do things in my life and not recommended for anyone else. <laughs> Actually, it's not even recommended for me. Oh, and yet it is how I do things. When I hit the emergency weight, when, I, when the protocols have to be put in place, uh, I stop eating breakfast and lunch. Okay. The, and I just eat dinner. Okay. And so not a healthy, not not the way a nutritionist would tell you to do it or anyone with a brain, but it is the way I do it. Oh, no, I hit the emergency weight. What do I do? I panic and I don't eat breakfast and lunch. <laughs> if I would just fast for 21 consecutive days, maybe. Right. I could get it back down. Habit. Yeah. It'd become a habit. 21, yep. three weeks. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Just want to reiterate. Okay. Not a recommendation. No, but that's a good idea. Just the way I, 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 mess, I like, up, mess up my life. I, I, I like just even thinking in that way. And we're going to come back to that that issue uh, of, of food and how it affects us and that sort of thing. But I don't want to miss on the binge watching piece. Mm. So, uh, you know, if if there's a piece and I'll... I'll even share first, and then I'll let, I'll give it to you, Matt. Okay, is that oh, fair? Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome. So, uh, I mean, just we we love uh, our Marvel and DC movies more Marvel than DC. DC really has blown it in our opinion, but that's that's a different thing. And when I say our opinion, I'm I mean my kids. My wife is like, "What are you doing? <laughs> they're not the Guys, same. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing? No, they're not the. Oh my gosh." Why would you even say that to me? I just, uh, I have I've never been goal. more mad at you right, than I am right now. I have achieved my goal. <laughs> Accomplished. So anyways, we, we started doing that. And in the midst of doing that, there was uh, um, uh, Dallas Jenkins. We started getting these like little videos on our uh, social media 
uh, that was like the chosen and Dallas Jenkins watch this. It's a life of Jesus. And I'm like, ah, I've seen a lot of those. Some of them are okay. I'll just leave it at that. Some of them are okay. But, um, uh, my wife really pushed us and was like, just try it. Let's, let's just try. It's about Jesus. Like, uh, it's gotta be better than Marvel and DC, Kenny. And I'm like, okay. Mm -hmm. So, so actually I've seen plenty of movies about Jesus that are a lot worse than Marvel and DC. <laughs> I wasn't going to go lot there. Of really heretical movies about Jesus out there. No, that's true. Yeah, that is a good point. That is a good point. But anyways, uh kind of the the, the she spiritually bullied us. And so <laughs> so we we sat down and we watched the first episode and it had us like it was really good. It wasn't a word for word account. Is that the Mary Magdalene? Yeah. Episode. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It, it's not a word for word account, but it does dive into the culture of the day and and really brings out some great themes and and does occasionally quote uh, verbatim from scripture, but it's not a word for word account of the life of Christ. And uh, anyways, we went through the first series or the first season. It's it's a multi season. Um, uh, what like uh, they're calling it a TV show, but yeah, you can only watch series. it online. So series, there you go. Yeah. And so, uh, anyways, they we went through the first season, and they just launched on Easter season two, episode one. Mm. So we watched it on Easter, and then last night there was a big surprise. They showed episode two. At the end of two, they said, "We have a big surprise for you." We're airing episode three. And so we watched it. It was great. It was fantastic. Oh. I I I am so impressed with it, honestly and sincerely. Mm. Uh, it's been a challenge that my perspective of Christ and uh, I, I think they they a little bit deal with his deity, but they mostly deal with his humanity and just some of the things, you know, he's he's hiking along the hillside. He had to camp. Yeah, you don't really think of Jesus uh, camping and stacking wood. And then would he leave wood out for people who are going to camp at that site the next time? Uh, maybe. It sounds like something Jesus would... You know, like, they just dig into ways that uh, is different. Hmm. Hmm. All right. That was mine. So yeah. just to be clear about how the dynamic is working here, <laughs> you wanted to go first so you could share that you binge-watched <laughs> Jesus... And now Jesus, you would like yes. me to share what I've binged watched. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Matt, let's That's hear right. it. Right. So I don't know. I feel like I, you've set the bar super high with Jesus. Joel's lowered the bar as low as it can go with Survivor. Uh, I got to try and hit somewhere in between. Is that the deal? I, I, I don't How think. Am I going to outdo I that? I don't think this is right and wrong stuff. Uh, this no, is right is. and left yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, no, don't don't feel bad. Don't don't feel spiritually bullied like I did. Okay, well, when it comes to watching things, my wife and I, we don't we don't share tastes. And she doesn't want to watch some movie in which a lot of people have their limbs hacked off and I don't want to watch Christmas oh, romance oh, at Walnut Creek. And so that sounds good. Yeah. So when we just on the top of his tongue, when, <laughs> when we're watching something together, we settle into some sort of happy medium and watch a house get renovated 
on okay. the DIY network or okay. HGTV or something along those lines. Yeah. So a fair amount of love it or list it or beachfront bargain hunt renovation edition or those oh, kinds man. of things. Yeah. yeah. No, those are cool. Those are cool. So ha- have you guys noticed that um, uh, the, that your the food that you eat impacts mm, the way that you think or feel have you have you ever noticed that like when you eat a lot of junk mm-hmm. it's it's really mm-hmm. difficult to kind of bounce back uh, maybe emotionally or you get cloudy brained or that sort of thing you ever notice that if you can't tell from my earlier comment i've been eating a lot of lettuce lately <laughs> and when i eat oh yeah I saw just that lettuce yeah when i eat just that lettuce i think afterwards i need something else mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i want more food yeah Where's my hamburger? Right. Where's the other food that I like to eat? But I can't complain because it's still pretty good. And mm-hmm. I'm proud of myself once I'm done yeah. eating just lettuce. We're yeah. proud of you too, Joel. For just sure. Clear. Yeah. For sure. Super proud. <laughs> I Well, so last week we started this discussion uh, about Evagrius Ponticus. And he... <laughs> <laughs> that was really his name. Come on. Why? Man. Just, just don't laugh at him, the poor guy. Uh, anyways, he started the eight evil thoughts, uh, and and this really came from uh, him being out in a monastery and talking with these other monks and recognizing that in the midst of extreme poverty, they all were struggling with things like greed and anger and you know and lust and all of these things that sometimes we associate with the world that we live in and the effects like the external effects of the world to us and he's saying these eight evil thoughts really are housed within us and they there are seeds there that are ready to to bloom at any moment they'll like they'll take root and they they will cause fruit and the fruit of them is evil uh, those eight evil thoughts were uh, changed a little bit. Uh, uh, they were tweaked a little bit and became the seven deadly sins later. But mm. the eight evil thoughts. Now, one of the things that that they would do is, as they would teach through them, they would put them in categories. And last time we talked about the category of appetite, and that was gluttony, lust, and the love for money. Uh, this week, uh, they use a word insensitive. And I'll be honest, I have never used that word until right. uh, we started looking at this. Right. It sounds I, like a it sounds like a mix of intensive incense incense intensive incense. Intense. Well, <laughs> I kept feeling like Insen- it should be insensitive. And uh, right. I like I use that word all the time. Right. But it's or I insensitive. get told that word all the time. <clears throat> What's it mean? Maybe it's better. So, insensitive uh, it means to excite or provoke. It's like inflammatory. Um, it, it seems to be more feelings-based. But here are the three, Joel. Uh, dejection or sadness. Okay, so same thing. Let's just call it sadness. Anger and despondency or listlessness. Okay, so those are the hmm. three. Uh, dejection or sadness. Anger despondency or listlessness. And, um, you know, when, when we look at those emotionally, so I kind of led with sometimes our food affects us. And I, I, I see that oftentimes when I'm not eating well, 
Uh, I go into these times of sadness and um, I, I don't know, almost depression, but uh, sadness, I would say for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, this issue, uh, well, let's just start with sadness. Mm. Uh, you know, I, the scriptures talk about sadness, but they also um, remind us of joy. And so it seems like there is a natural place for sadness, but that doesn't appear to be what this is talking about. Right. The, the, this this seems to be more of a state of, like a long-term parking, if you will, of sadness. Versus momentary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. 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 Or situational. I mean, situational. You could yeah. you could be sad because someone passes away. Like that. That's a good reason to be sad. But uh, living in that state of sadness, and uh, that's sin. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, prove me wrong. No, I I agree with you. I think that uh, we can see that God ordains temporary sadness. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think of Philippians chapter 2 when Paul is talking about Epaphroditus, and Epaphroditus almost died, but then he says... And you laughed at Evagrius? Okay, I'm just... I'm just here. Go ahead. Go ahead. That was on... Just had to do that. Go ahead. So then... <laughs> He, we're told that Epaphroditus is brought back from the brink of, of death and is, is healed. And Paul says that that saved him, Paul, sorrow upon sorrow. Mm. And so Paul anticipated, man, if Epaphroditus had died, I would have had sorrow upon sorrow. There would have been... Yeah. But I, I think this is where the First Thessalonians 4.13 understanding of not grieving like the world mm-hmm. who has no hope but grieving in a different way so that we can have an understanding of the joy that comes in Christ and in future. Right, right. And, and if we're living our life stationed in st- sadness, uh, not, not temporary sadness because we've lost someone we're close to, but living our life stationed in sadness, then that seems to indicate that we have a perspective or faith issue yeah. That it's our circumstances that are bringing us to that place of sadness, mm-hmm. whereas Christ and our eternal future produce something different in us, the ability to rejoice in the Lord always, mm-hmm. it seems. Well, I, I, I love that, and I love the, the command that we get in First Thessalonians 5, uh, 16, uh, be joyful always. Mm. And and that that command is, uh, um, I think it it's infused into those situations. You know that there's this call. How do I how do I grieve? How do I be sad? But yet at the same time stand in this place of joy. Um, that that seems to be an eternal perspective. Mm. And I, I and I think that's the challenge for us. Um, maybe uh, just even as I've been kind of massaging these thoughts and and wrestling through the the issue of sadness, I would say that that's that's been one of the places that I keep coming back to is that that sadness really focuses on that that moment and joy seems to have this more of an an eternal perspective mm. on uh, uh, not just on our life but on this God who's in control. Mm. I don't know. Any other thoughts on that, you guys? I think, um, you know, Robert Fulgham, I think, is the guy's name who wrote Everything I Need to Know I Learned in Kindergarten. Oh. (laughs) And he uses the illustration of a wedding for these purposes that, Mm. you know, a bride 
could have every detail of her wedding go absolutely right uh, or absolutely wrong. And if every detail of the wedding goes absolutely wrong, Mm -hmm. she can still have just an astounding amount of joy because she still gets her husband at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Or she can be focused in on whether or not every one of those details went right Mm -hmm. and experience sadness and dejection about each of those details that's going on. And so do we have this focus that ultimately we are uh, gaining our husband and that we'll have an opportunity to celebrate with him forever at the wedding supper of the lamb? Mm -hmm. Or are we more focused in on the details of the day Mm -hmm. um, and whether or not that's all going right or all going wrong? Yeah. As, as we wrap up our time, I, I, I'm just going to identify this right now. We'll, well, next time we're together, we're going to talk about mm-hmm. anger and then, and then also the intelligent category of this. But I, I do want to connect just in these final moments. I want to connect despondency uh, to this discussion. You know, the despondency, having that idea of the, the lack of hope. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I, I don't know, I, I just, I, I see this during COVID especially that that there is a general sense of a lack of hope and and this emergency like we live in this heightened emergency oh we 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 have to fix this I'm 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 so angry because nobody is caring for us nobody is looking out for us that we have no hope and and what an amazing thing that that we have a God who is not not just offering us hope like this um, abstract concept, but he's offering himself as the hope. And, and ultimately, uh, this, this calling to him um, as, uh, as a part of that hope. Hmm. So uh, I don't know. I, again, I, I hope that your heart is encouraged. I, I hope that you've learned something new as we've been talking today and, and that your heart is challenged. And even in these COVID times, uh, we all have these internal struggles, but God has a plan in them. And as we think through them and pray uh, about them, and then also in fellowship with other believers, we, we, get, we get victory uh, in Christ through them. So as you go from this place, we want to encourage you to love, live, and serve like Jesus. You know, talking through these things, it's important to remember that believers throughout the ages have had similar struggles. With that said, we do want to thank you for joining in as we walk through these difficult topics. We'll see you next time on your Friendship Church Podcast.